With COVID-19 around, telehealth lets you see your physician while keeping you safe at home. If you have questions, we're here to help. Stay safe, take care of each other, and use telehealth. We're UHA Health. Aloha, folks, and welcome to UHA's Connecting the Dots podcast. I'm Kanoi Gibson of Hi Now, and we'll be connecting the dots with some of UHA's doctors and other guests on various health and wellness topics and tips. Connecting the Dots starts now. Oh, boy. Today, we are talking about something that probably everyone is dealing with or has dealt with in the past year, that is families in stress during the pandemic. And we have got with us Dr. Teresa Wee. Dr. Wee is a pediatric obesity health and wellness expert who has been practicing for more than 20 years. She's also the lead physician, Walk with a Doc Oahu, a local walking program to encourage everyone to take steps for a healthier lifestyle. Dr. Wee, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Kanoi. Thank you for being with us. And uh, here we are a month later and still dealing with this, the pandemic. We've got a little bit of hope on the horizon here, but you know, as families are adjusting to the new norm, what we like to say, what is the importance of, I guess, being resilient? You know, uh, almost all of 2020 was talking about resilience. Um, our lives were completely turned upside down. You know, parents were forced to work at home, or some of them lost their jobs. Children had to go virtual learning, um, multi-generational homes. We had to protect our seniors. So we all had to demonstrate our capacity of resilience. The definition of which is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. So at first when lockdown occurred, it seemed like summer vacation the whole year. And so too much of a good thing got out of hand. And what I was seeing in the office, um, people were telling me that schedules and routines and chaos in the family was was everywhere. Um, The children were staying up all night. Parents didn't even see their kids. Um, Everyone had their own schedule. And so as a result, I started seeing what I call pandemic pounds. Actually, Dr. Kozak deemed it pandemic pounds. And so everyone's gaining weight. No one has a regular routine. We're just watching every single Netflix binge season. Um, There was a lack of supervision. Children were not learning their schoolwork. And believe it or not, the parents I talked to, they felt that this was not a problem. It was a hopeless situation. And so I said, no, no, we need to know, you need to know that there is a problem here. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is identifying that there is a lot of family stress and, and this is not normal. And we need to have family unity, communication. If we're going to have anything decent in terms of mental and physical health. Right. And when you say unity, I mean, the tagline, of course, has been, we're all in this together. So yes. how important is it for us to work together? And who who do we work together with? I mean, we've got teachers, we've got schools, we've got our employers. How important is it that we all really work together to get through this? So I believe that it starts within your family unit. That family unit is, is so crucial. This, this is, 
this is our core unit and we have to strengthen that. So the, pa the parents, <clears throat> excuse me, are the co-captains. The parents themselves need to be united and they need to agree upon rules and schedules and routines. So when I talk to families, I tell them everyone has to be all in. And so that starts with communication, um, daily communication, family dinner, or sitting down at night with the whole family and just at least talking once a day to communicate and encourage and, and talk about the situation and how to move forward. I guess some people would say, gosh, what do we talk about? I mean, there's... Mm -hmm. The political side of things that we're hearing all about. Kids are on devices all day long. Some families actually forget how to talk about things. They forget how to communicate. What, where do we start? Where do we begin? I think you, you sit down and, and you just talk about basics. Like, you know what? We need to eat healthier. Let's, let's plan one family meal a day. You know, so, so I'm not talking about world peace or... You know, let, let's just talk about real basics, like how we need, you, you guys are kids, we're the parents. We feel that it's necessary to have a certain bedtime where all electronics are off and even mom and dad are gonna be all in on this. So, so I, I think that we need to kind of regroup again and, and work together as a family and say, Okay, let, let's start simply by let's let's buy healthier foods. Let's try to eat breakfast or dinner together. Let's try to get rid of all the junks in our house, the junk foods. Maybe this is an idea. Um, in addition to family meals, let's let's take a walk together outside and exercise and 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 experience, you know, a nice family gathering. So I think just simple things like that, baby steps. I like that. And you know, I, I actually asked my 10 year old the other night, I said, if you could have all the toys in the world or you could have all the time with mommy and daddy, what would you choose? And he was like, I would choose the time with mommy and daddy. And it's funny because kids crave that. They crave the family time. And a lot of the times we forget as parents and we do just let them go off on their devices or do their own thing, or we tell them go, go you know, cause we we're busy, right? We have so much to do, so much to do. But I think if we can see any kind of blessing in this time at home is that we are spending more time as a family and, and people really should take advantage of that. I think do the family game nights, you know, bring back the monopoly or whatever. Exactly. And, um, you know, in our home with my four children, we used to, every night we would gather together, all six of us to talk about the day. So each, each of us had to say one thing that happened to us that day. And we did this until the kids graduated from high school and they would say, oh, mom, you gotta be kidding. I'm a senior in high school. I don't wanna talk about the day, but you know, it, it really, um, when we look back now, they're in their thirties those are some of the most memorable times when we could see what was happening to each individual in the family and what was going on in their lives. It was also a time when 
we talked about family issues, you know, things about grandma, grandpa, um, things about chores not getting done. So it was a good, you know, just like in the workplace, you know, you have little huddles, but this was a way that we communicated. And so I think that's so important and, and every family should do this. But I mean, I bet. Back, oh, yeah. yeah. No, going back to the eating healthy and sleeping and exercising. What I'm emphasizing to parents is this will increase your immune system. If you have a good immune system, you are not going to get the COVID-19 virus. You're not going to get sick. And so as a result, um, this will be an additional bonus. Yeah. Or even so, if you do get it, your, your immune system, if it's stronger, yeah. you'll be able to fight it off a lot easier than if you exactly. were a lot more sick. And, and going back to what we were talking about, I think... I love the fact that you did this with your children because a lot of the times kids will keep stuff suppressed. They won't talk about things. And so parents would have never known, you know, if they didn't, they weren't intentional about that time, taking the time to ask the questions. And I think I read a study once that people who do eat dinner at a dinner table and talk, they have, you know, much more success in life later on down the road. So there's a lot of benefits I'm sure that come with that. But uh, what else would you say we could incorporate into our days, you know, eating healthier, but how important are things like sleep and, you know, yeah. Sleep, sleep is being shown to be extremely important um, in, in your immune system. And, and again, with virtual learning, you know, if you're, if you're not getting sleep, you can't learn or you can't function in your job. Um, so, so again, all, all of these things work together. Um, the eating, <clears throat> eating healthy, sleeping well, exercising, you know, just, just, taking time to de-stress together since we have more family time you know go to the beach together have a picnic um go do some gardening outdoors you can explore different things and and this is just creating more activities where the families can communicate and get healthier and we also talk about our mentality, you know, we could do all of these physical things, we could eat healthier, we could get better sleep. But if our mentality isn't right, like if we have a bad attitude waking up in the morning, how much is that going to contribute to, I guess, sickness or stress? You know, many, many parents tell me, I, I know what we have to do, but I just can't do it. And what I tell them is, especially I focus on the parents, I tell them, you, you need to, to start with a baby step. You need to, to just move in that right direction. You know, whether it's five minutes of walking together, whether it's just buying a little less soda or chips in the house, I tell people just, just force yourself to move into action because because I think, you know, people are thinking, oh, well, this is, I can't, you know, I can't do the whole thing Dr. Rhee is telling me. It's, oh, it's overwhelming. But, but if, if, if you just do baby steps, um, the slower changes are made, the more permanent the change is. So I tell parents, it's okay. Just, just start out with baby steps. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I know my husband had to teach me that one because I, I am one of those people who wants to go from A to Z. <laughs> and I'm like, if I can't get to C, I don't want to go at all. But he always told me one foot in front of the other. And there's no way you can't get there. If you're moving forward, you're eventually going to reach your goal. Exactly. And, you know, we talk about this, but but this is really true mindfulness. It's just focus on what's in front of you. You know, don't don't focus on next week. Don't focus on next year. Just say, okay, guys, let's let's just go for a walk after dinner for five minutes and everyone's going to grumble, but just just do it. And then everyone feels better. Mom, why are we only going five minutes? Let's go 10 minutes. Yeah. So I think you just have to do it. And and it's the parents. The parents are the captains of the team. They need to pick up that responsibility and, and carry the flag and lead their family forward. All right. I am definitely taking notes. Literally, I have notes in front of me here because it's so true. I, I do see, I mean, we've done that. You know, we've gone to take a walk and you're right. Everyone grumbles about it, but then we do. And you never feel worse. You always feel better every time you do something like that. So it's it's really your attitude, as you were saying. Yeah. Attitude will change everything. And, and I, I think, you know, once you guys do this walking, you know, share praise freely, you know, um, say, wow, doesn't that feel great, guys? Let's, let's challenge ourselves. Let's, let's go even further. So, so now you can get into goal setting. And, you know, I, I think once you kind of get, get, it's sort of a snowball effect. You just want to do more and more and more. Yeah, that's true. And kind of just simplify, simplify. You don't have to be so, so crazy about it, right? Yes. <laughs> well, we're talking about our children and, you know, a lot of the times parents, we focus in on that. I mean, that our kids become number one. But what would you say about those parents who may be starting to burn out a little bit? This is one of my favorite topics because I feel that parents need to keep that passion burning between them. They need to remember why they even had kids. They re need to remember the love that they initially started for, that honeymoon um, love. And I think they need to have, I, when I see a one-month-old baby, one of the questions I ask at the end of my visit is, hey, dad, have you taken your wife out for a date? And they look at me like, <laughs> and I say, no. You need to you need to take time away, have somebody watch your baby, and you need to go and plan weekly dates. So my husband and I, we were both busy working doctors, and um, we always had a Saturday night date for years, for 30 years. Um, I could work, I could be just so busy, and I would look forward to that so much. So it's so important to keep that passion burning. And passion doesn't necessarily have to mean sexual intimacy. I mean, a lot of people start to freak out when you start to talk about this, yeah. but it's true. You know, I mean, I always say passion eventually dies when you think of it like that. If you only think of it in this realm of it's about, about sex, right? But then you move forward and you have to almost recreate this passion. It's a new passion. It's a new kind of intimacy and it's bigger and it's one that's more sustaining. Right. I mean, just communicating and talking to one another, that's, that's real important. 
Okay. And why, why would it be so important for us to, I mean, we have to focus on the positive things now. We have to try to find the blessings in, in every single day. Why do you think that it's so important for us to focus on the positives? Well, number one, you know, it's sort of a protective mechanism. Our brains will naturally go towards focusing on the negative. You know, just like if, if you saw a hundred people and 99 were so pleased with you, but that one person who had a negative attitude, you, you'll just focus on that one negative. So it's so important to really focus on your blessings and to be content with what you have. And that's where your happiness will lie. You're so right. And we don't want to fall into that comparison trap. And which leads me to this question. What about social media? I mean, we're all there. We mindlessly scroll all day long. But I do find that when I walk away from it, I'm less fulfilled because you are starting to see things that are going on with other people. Oh, they're so blessed. Or why are they doing that? And I'm not. What would be your thoughts on that? I think that goes along with screen time and and really limiting that screen time to a, a certain time of the day. And um, I, I think that goes for not only the kids, but also to the parents. And just knowing that each family is different and each family is, is coping with different problems. And so it, it is it is important to to turn it off at times. Yeah. And, and like you said, the kids are going to model their parents. So we are, we're the, we're the team captains. Yes. And it, it's so true. You know, they're not listening to what you're saying. They will listen and they will use their eyes and model what you do. And, um, that is so true. And, you know, the parents need to be the cheerleaders and you know, they need to, to show them, you know, grit and toughness and perseverance and, and, and just imagine, you know, you're, you're training your children to, to do better. You know, we call this farsighted parenting when, when you know that goal that you want. And, and so now you're saying, okay, we got to go through the hard steps of, you know, parenting them and setting rules and boundaries and, what we're creating is a human being in the future to their fullest potential. And that's what we as parents all want. Yeah. That's all we want. We want our kids to be that. Absolutely. And of course, you know, we don't want to neglect those who aren't parents. (laughs) So if anyone is dealing with the stress of the pandemic, you're not a parent. I don't know what it would be your advice to them. I think all of this will still apply because we all have families. Yeah, you're right. So, so you know, um, if you're an auntie or uncle or grandma, grandpa, um, just take all of this advice in, you know. You you parent yourself as an adult. Say, you know what? I, this chaos needs to stop. I, I need to move into the right direction. I need to maybe eat better. So everything we talked about, Kanoi, will apply to anyone who's listening to this podcast. You're right, Dr. Reed. One last word, uh, some hope for 2021. We are two months in, but what would you say? What is your hope for the future? My, my hope for the future is that we not give up, that 
wherever we are, there is hope. So we just begin where we are. We're going to begin that journey. And like you said, we just take one step forward, put your other foot in front, and just keep walking in the right direction. So hopefully with this podcast, we can really sit down and and think about what has been said and say, you know what? Maybe, maybe I have been going in the wrong direction. Maybe I do want to feel a little better. I, we all know what we need to do. So let's put on our shoes and, and, you know, stand up straight and, and get going on it. And just do it. Just do it. We're taking the words of Dr. (laughs) Wee. Thank you so much for your time. Once again, we appreciate all of your wisdom and for always bringing such a joyful time for us. Thank you, Kanoi. All right. You're listening to Connect the Dots on Families in Stress during the holidays. Connecting the Dots is a UHA-sponsored podcast. With COVID-19 around, telehealth lets you see your physician while keeping you safe at home. If you have questions, we're here to help. Stay safe, take care of each other, and use telehealth. We're UHA Health. 